At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back in primetime action. Hour number three here on the show. We've got C and Najad coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll talk all things golf with him. Scottish Open this week. There was uh, the Pro-Am, which uh, certainly uh, turned a lot of heads. And well, as we continue our previews toward the Open Championship, but still to come as well, uh, talk some more baseball. We're going to update the scores right now. Maybe get back into some awards discussions because uh, Kelly Bidlin has, has made a smart award bet. At least we, uh, we, we've already heard about that. But for the games in progress, you have a live bet, Kelly. You're sweating it out. Yankees down four one, and what did you, you took? What plus two and a half, and that's not going well right now. Yeah, you need, yeah, you need some help. The Yankees, the Yankees, uh, number nine batter just uh, did not have a good at bat. That would be Aaron Hicks. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. He and his two twenty two average. Uh, yeah, that is live numbers on that game right now, four to one. Heading to the bottom of the sixth inning, the Yankees plus three eighty. You can get plus two and a half at minus one ten. And uh, Pirates minus 527.5 is your total. Uh, Matt looking good with his Marlins bet right now. That is 2-0 Marlins. Bottom of the eighth inning. Fish with a runner on first. No out in the inning. Angels 14-1 live if you wanted to hop in. 4.5 is the total. Phillies up on the Nats. 6 to nothing now. That game in the bottom of the sixth inning. Live money line off the board. You could take six and a half runs with the Nationals at minus 115 or lay six and a half at minus 115. Eight and a half is your total juice to the over at minus 145. Orioles with a four to three lead over the Rangers. 
That game getting a little tighter here. Top of the seventh inning. Rangers plus 190. Orioles minus 235. Nine and a half year total. The Rays and Red Sox still tied at three apiece. That game in the bottom of the fifth. Red Sox minus 175. Rays plus 140. Ten and a half is your line. Runners on second and third. Two outs for Boston there. There you go. Ten and a half the live total there. Tigers up on the Guardians six to two. Bottom of the fifth. Live numbers off the board there. Braves seven to one rolling over the Cardinals right now. Bottom of the fourth inning. Uh, Live numbers off the board there as well. Mets and Reds, that game is scoreless. Matt, you said quite a pitcher's duel going on there and Scherzer's return. Yeah, Lodolo, though, just got pulled. I think it must be a pitch count thing for him. Uh, four and two-thirds for him. He's only given up three hits, but he has walked three and then struck out eight. So when you walk three and you strike out eight, mm. you get your pitch count up there. That's 89 pitches for him. So they've gone to the pin here. But Scherzer still going strong. Four innings for him, two hits given up. He has not walked anyone. He has struck out seven and is only at 57 pitches right now for the Mets. So if you are a Mets fan, this was a massive, massive, massive start for you guys considering how the Braves have been charging and certainly that pitching staff has been uh, beat up all season long. But Scherzer coming out of the gates really, really strong here coming off the I.L. Uh, Nick Lodolo now uh, four starts this year. This was his first after coming back from the 60-day I.L. But if you look at his, the two starts he'd made before he was injured and then this start tonight – across only 15 innings, so he hasn't been going very deep. 23 strikeouts for yeah. Lodolo. I think the Angels' right fielder is going to hear something after this game. Get out of Mike Trout's way! Oh, Fielding air oh, in the outfield for no. you, Matt. Marlins I mean, oh, uh, yes. look, looking ready to strike here. Runners on first and second, no outs. That looked really, really... I actually thought that they got very, that very That looked very White Sox-ish. Yeah, it's like, is, is nobody calling for the ball? That, that's what we're doing out here? Nobody's... nobody's um, let's see, Royals up on the Astros right now, 4-2. to two. Bobby Witts with another home run. What what did that guy for the Marlins just just do? He he took the bat and he turned sideways and he put it out like and and held it. What is that? What is that called? What, I uh, uh, it starts with a B. Yeah, I hadn't, uh, haven't seen that in Ned quite. Yo- <laughs> Ned Yost is a fan. I can't even believe what I just saw there. That's uh, that is that's something else. Certainly, he's not going to try it again because. He's got college world he's the number. Shooter. He's the number four hitter, and he's oh! bunting. Oh, he took a strike oh, on that. the outside oh, corner. Yeah, he was. He was. He was actually going to try to bunt the runners over. Look at that. That is. That is something else. Royals uh, the four to two lead over the Astros. That game in the top of the fourth inning right now. If you wanted to get in live on the Astros, plus one twenty five over at DraftKings. Royals minus one fifty five. Eleven and a half your total. Brewers with a two to nothing lead over the Cubs. That game, top of the third inning, Brewers minus 375 live, Cubs plus 285, eight and a half your total. And Twins out to a one nothing lead over the White Sox, bottom of the third inning. Twins minus 125 live, White Sox minus 105, seven and a half your total. And still three games to come tonight. We'll preview those a little bit later. If you had bet that Dodger game earlier, though, Herman Marquez for the Rockies, Ryan Pepio now for the Dodgers, and you had bet listed pitchers at the start, you might want to go back in and uh, see if you can rebet that because Mitch White was the original listed pitcher. It is now uh, Pepio to make uh, the start. So that is uh, kind of on tap. We Again, we'll have some golf talk here in a little bit. Uh, but we were discussing earlier AL MVP odds. We talk now. I mean, Sandy Alcantara. Like, I mean, NL Cy Young, this thing is getting shorter and shorter. Uh, you'd have to think he's going to be mad after tonight. Probably more like a plus 125 yeah. uh, favorite to, at, at, at this rate here. And then in the meantime, like NL MVP, Paul Goldschmidt continues to open up a gap. He's now a minus money favorite. 
Uh, and I'd imagine, at least for you, you've got what is it, twenty-five to one on Alcantara? You're you're yeah. content. You're, there's really no reason to want to get involved in that market. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not looking to to add at all. That is, I mean, listen, that is the greatest position for me to be in. And, and it was just a, it was an informational bet, right? As soon as we heard that it, Kelly, we were on air. You know that that Degrom had basically was going to be checked out. It, no one had even said anything about him being mm-hmm. injured. Or whatever. It was just like ah, oh, he. He left a he left a, a, a throwing session. He was going to get checked out. I just ran and found a bunch of National League guys at long odds that that I figured like at least you know if they played up to their potential would be able to to get it done. So I took Woodruff, Rodon, Alcantara, and then Darvish. Uh, Darvish has actually come around here in his last few starts, so I don't think he's completely dead dead yet. But the way that Alcantara is pitching right now, I. I, I just cannot imagine yeah. there's a, a scenario unless he gets hurt, which you know is very real. These guys that throw super hard I mean, this get was hurt. About the time yeah. last year with Degrom, yeah. and we kind of remember. I mean, it's crazy to think about this time last year where Degrom was what minus five hundred to win the uh, the yeah. NL Cy Young, and we basically had the discussion. He he originally had the tight the arm tightness, and we thought, okay, will this be like a two week, a three week thing? And then it became, well, how much time could Degrom miss and still win the Cy Young? And then it became, will Degrom even pitch this year? And we're 365 days later, and he still hasn't pitched it basically in a regular season game. I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. Now, so I did watch the highlights of him pitching against minor, minor league hitters, and that was awesome. Always a fun exercise. Uh, <laughs> Always a fun exercise. Yes, that was awesome yeah. because it, they, were sw- they were swinging at balls that were not even anywhere. Yeah, he was just completely dominating them, destroying them. But, um, yeah, in this market, I'm going to sit tight with what I've got. I don't see any reason for me to add one way or the other. I don't think that there's anything that would, would even entice me in the least bit to to get in on anything else. I mean, okay, let's pretend that you were coming in on this on this market. You have no bet. Do you, you do you have any? I do I do not. Okay, so no. you do not. Okay. So then you're coming in fresh. Where where would you where would you put your money? You're obviously not going to play Alcantara at 110 right, or 125, right. so you're going to look somewhere a little bit longer. What would you what would you do with let's say I'm giving you a free 100 American dollars. I honestly, if I if I have a free 100 American dollars, yeah, yeah. I would actually take a shot on Max Fried. As crazy as yeah. that is, as that is to say, with I mean, what he's what fifth the fifth odds on the odds board right now. I as much as I, I know Tony uh, Tony Gonsolin is Kelly's guy. Yeah, it's just going to be tough when Tony Gonsolin wins this thing for both of you. When you Tony know? Gonsolin goes twenty five and zero, <laughs> right, yeah, and never loses, <laughs> doesn't give up another run. Out pitches yeah. regression all season. I, I like I could I've continued to have injury concerns too. With I mean Corbin Burns is a guy who has been mm-hmm. very very solid, but. He again, he's been in and out of, and he's kind of been the one actual constant for the Brewers this year. Which, if you were to handicap which of their three aces between Freddie Peralta, the guy you have a ticket on, Brandon Woodruff, and Burns, who would stay the healthiest? Burns would probably have been third on that list entering the year. And he was, of course, he won last year. Always to to repeat an award like that, you have to be truly something special. Joe Musgrove is, I mean, the numbers are good. But he's certainly been really inconsistent. He's had a couple Mm -hmm. starts that are are just complete duds. And the the odds there, like you said, Freed's too long. Like, yeah, uh, like it's just, com- comparatively to the I rest just don't of get it. On there. Yeah. One. And he, like he's a guy too. He's he historically has been a very slow starter. Mm-hmm. I think last year his first three, I want to say it was his first three starts. He had an ERA like of nine, and then after that, quality starts in seventeen of his last twenty outings. So he's he's just a quality start and, machine. Eight and two, two sixty six ERA. Fielding independent pitching at 252. I was going to say, everything across the board doesn't say that there's regression no. like on, on, on the mend here. Because I mean, on the way. Because look, 1.03 whip, you go down, the Babbitt's 291. I mean, league average is like average. 300. I mean, yeah. that's league average. So, I mean, it doesn't. it's not like he's been unlucky or anything like that. And then you take a look, you go about the, the, the XFIP sitting at 285, Sierra sitting at 3. 
1-2. So there is nothing along the way here. He has same K rate that he's had the last two years in the majors. So this is the guy that he is. And the walk rate is just a little bit down, which obviously is going to help you with all these other stats if you're not putting guys on for free. So I'm with you. I think the 13 to 1 there on Freed of if I had to come in today. Yeah. Right. If I had to come I, I in today. I think that's the only play you could yeah. really make. And again, he's he was seven earned runs in his first 11 innings across his first two starts. Since then, 14 starts, 12 quality. Yeah. And, and on pace to crush. And on pace yeah. to crush his innings as well. I mean, he goes 165 last year. He's already got 101 this year. So he's going to destroy his, uh, his innings pitched that he's ever gotten in his career as well. So yeah, I think that would be that's the play to make if you had to come in just blind. If you didn't have anything in your account. Yeah. I might actually have to do some line shopping. Now. There you go. I, I, think, I mean, I have to yeah. think you could find better than 13 to 1 as well. Given, I mean, the exercise you just went through, Kelly, with Jordan Alvarez, where it's like, okay, I'm seeing this number one place. Let me just see what's out yeah. there. Yeah, shop around you Vegas. Can, you can definitely, Never know. definitely find that stuff. Okay. Yeah, because if you, look at, if you look at Musgrove, like we're saying, comparatively here, there's just no, yeah. there's no way that Musgrove should be half of what you're getting with Freed. Because if you look across the, uh, across the board here, yeah, a slight tick down in whip, a very slight tick down in ERA. But if you look at his XFIP in Sierra, that actually says that there should be some regression on the way for him. The BABIP against him is only 250 as opposed to where it's right at 300. For, so there, there, there's reasons to believe that actually it's a much better bet on Freed than it is on Musgrove. And we'll certainly look shaky. First start off the COVID IL. How quickly will he get back to being the Joe Musgrove a lot of us think of? We'll see. That one, that'll be the play. I'm gonna quality, little... uh, quality sack fly there for O'Neill Cruz. Oh. Please. One more in for the Pirates. O'Neill Cruz. Uh-huh. NL Rookie of the Year co-favorite already. He's only been in the majors like a week, and he's just zooming up the odds board. 5-1 Pirates, bottom of the sixth. Big dog tonight. Uh, we are going to transition to talk some golf. Xander Shoffley won that uh, that very prestigious pro yeah. we were talking about from yesterday. We'll get a Sienna John's thoughts on, A, the Live Tour, what that means for the Scottish Open this week, and some of his thoughts on the big tournament coming up. That is next here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now till the end of this month. 22 days left till the end of the month of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on the MLB NFL preseason coverage and premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR if you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Does that read good for you, Matt? You did pretty good. Okay, thank you. Sounds good. He's Matt Brown. I'm Ben Wilson. Kelly B-. Bidlin is uh, B-. B-. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch the tape back after the show. Just yeah, B-. Do, do some critiquing there. Okay. Let's talk a little bit of golf. We just saw Xander Shoffley win that, the, the very prestigious Pro-Am across the pond in the lead-up to the Scottish Open. We have that event this week. That is the main DP World Tour event. There's also a smaller tournament, the, the Barracuda uh, Open in the U.S. And then we have the Open Championship a week from Thursday that gets underway. And to help us talk about all that, plus some other stuff, Sia Najad, who joins us. You can find him at Win Daily Sports, co-host of the First Cut podcast at Sia Najad on the Twitter machine. Thank you so much for returning to us on the show here. Great to see you again on Primetime Action. I'll start with this because we saw that, that, in, that injunction and the ruling earlier this week where three of the players on the Live Tour, they were fighting legally to get entry to the Scottish Open, Ian Poulter being the headlier among them. They get uh, clearance to enter into this tournament. I know you've been looking into this and you kind of have some of the, uh, the legal thoughts here because for a lot of us, we were talking about this last night, you just don't really know what the implications are for this. So what is the significance of that ruling and what does it mean going forward for all these guys on the Live Tour trying to play in other events? Yeah, well, Ben and Matt, thanks for having me. Uh, effectively, what that injunction did was it basically just stayed the matter and it allowed guys like Ian Poulter to play in the tournament and have the merits of the case decided later. That happens a lot in in litigation where somebody will rush to the judge or, or, or file a motion and say, hey, I, I need an emergency injunction. And the, the court just doesn't have the ability to decide the case right then and there. There's so much discovery that has evolved to these cases. So basically the judge says, all right, well, you can play because we don't want to deprive you of your rights to potentially play golf, you know, in this tournament or any other. So I don't know how long that stays going to be, but it's really interesting because the short-term implications here are that injunctions may be filed for some of these players who are allegedly banned to play in these tournaments coming up. See, so yeah, we uh, take a look here at the Scottish Open, and when we take a look at the course, not a pure, pure links, but, you know, I, I'm kind of viewing it as as a links whenever I'm doing it for handicapping purposes here. And, you know, having to dig a little bit to try and find a lot of data on this where we typically have a, a ton to work with. 
How did you go about kind of narrowing your field here for golfers? I mean, listen, there is, it seems like this could be kind of a bomber's paradise um, for, in, in a lot of respects. And, you know, we know that when you play overseas, the weather can always be a concern, but we're not weathermen and it pops up yeah. on a dime sometimes. So it's very hard to try and factor that in. So how did you go about narrowing your, your, your player pool here? Well, first of all, Matt, everything you said is exactly right. I do think from a win standpoint, it's going to be relatively calm. And what I mean by that is relative to some of the other you know, times you might be playing out in Scotland on this course in particular. So it looks to be, you know, 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts, you know, depending on the day, you know, 25, maybe up to 30. But that's not like tremendously horrible. You know, if it's 15 mile per hour winds, that's not really a big deal. I agree with you that that distance off the tee, it could be kind of a bomber's paradise. There's not a lot of trouble off the tee. While there is some, there's not a lot of trouble off the tee. What I'm looking at is driving distance. I'm looking at approach game um, very hard. And I'm looking at putting. I don't normally overweight putting too much, but I do want a guy who might spike with the putter. And if he can marry that with some driving distance and really great approach play, that's who I want to focus on. And you look too at some of these guys toward the top of the card. We'll get to your full uh, your plays here in a second, see you. But uh, you, you see all the big names you would expect at the, at the top of the card. I think the first person that a lot of the casual golf betters who are now getting into the uh, looking t- across the pond here, getting ready for the Open Championship, are going to gravitate towards is Xander Shoffley, who wins the J.P. McManus Pro Am earlier today. Who has the last time he finished outside the top twenty in an event was the Masters in April. So the guy's on an incredible heater, having just won the Travelers and now wins this Pro Am. Where do you stand? on a guy like Xander now coming into a tournament like this priced at 18 to one at DraftKings. Yeah, I'm okay on Xander. I mean, if you want to play him in DraftKings and if you want to bet him at 18 to one, I don't really have a big problem with it, but, but I also don't want to pretend that just because he's coming off uh, a big win that all of a sudden he has more win equity than, than some of the guys around him. Yeah. He probably has more win equity than Matt Fitzpatrick. Um, but honestly, I would put Will Zalatoris right on par with him. I know Will Zalatoris hasn't won, and so there goes the argument, right? But like, let's be honest about Will Zalatoris. What he does when the the talent crop gets really deep, he really rises to the occasion. I love how he's playing. As far as the guys at the top, though, if I had to pick a favorite, if I'm including odds with that, it would probably be Justin Thomas at 14 to one. Those numbers are too short for me to bet. So normally what I like is for one of these guys that I like to stumble on a Thursday so I can live bet them Thursday night or Friday morning. Um, but of those top four guys, John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffele, I think if I were to bet one of them, it would be Justin Thomas at 14 to one. What are you looking at here from a scoring perspective? I mean, I'm going at this assuming this is going to be low scoring. I'm going to I'm going at this assuming I'm going to need guys that can go out there and make birdies, avoid three putts, different things like that. I, I'm I understand if the weather gets sideways that that yeah, this could be kind of play in that more 8 to 10 range, but I'm going at this assuming it's going to be 18 to 20. Is that how you approached it as well? Because I think it, it kind of really throws a wrench in it if you're trying to play for weather, right? It can, it, at least with me, it messes with me when I'm in my whole process and the modeling that I do and all that. It really messes with me when I try to, f- to focus too heavily on the weather aspect. Uh, I agree. I think this it's I don't want to say it's going to be a scoring fest, but if the wind is is as 
sort of neutral and, and calm, again, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Th this is a very gettable course. And so I think 18 to 20 under is definitely in play. And so what I'm looking at, other than just the basic metrics that I just discussed, like approach and driving distance and putting, strokes gain par five. There's four par fives here that that are, you know, that are going to be big scoring holes. You can look at, if you're playing on DraftKings, you can look at DK points, for example. I mean, that's a really good <laughs> indicator of whether these guys are stringing birdies together or, you know, opportunities gained, birdies are better gained. I think DK scoring is kind of an all-encompassing stat to some degree. So I'm definitely looking at those sort of scoring stats, whether it's Eagles or birdie or better, opportunities gained, strokes gained, par five, all of those are in play this week. And again, you can give CFO at Sia Najat on Twitter, PGA analyst for Win Daily Sports, co-host of the First Cut podcast. So let's get into your card. Uh, Sia, I know you've got, you, you went into the first round leader market, the outright market, some top 20s, some matchups. What did you end up landing on for this week? Yeah, so outright again, I'd like to save some for actually, you know, the, the in-tournament betting. But I do like Will Zalatoris at 25-1. to 1. Sam Burns, his play has been a little erratic lately, but... Man, when he gets hot on approach and with the putter, it's game over. So Sam Burns at 30 to 1. A couple longer shots. Max Home at 60 to 1. Mito Pereira at 75 to 1. I also have Will Zalatoris at plus 120 in the top 20 market and Max Home at plus 240 in the top 20 market. And I have located two matchups that I like. Max Home a minus 110 over Keegan Bradley. Disclaimer on Keegan, he's been playing really well lately, but I just love how Max Home is playing. And then Aaron Rye, who has quite a bit to play for to try to get in the open as well. Nearly qualified uh, in the last couple of weeks. Aaron Rye's minus 130 over Matt Kuchar. Rye's experience here is great. His motivation is great. And his gameplay is great. So minus 130 is a good number over Matt Kuchar. And then finally, uh, a few first round leaders. Um, some of you know I'm, I'm pretty good with that, although I haven't hit since I've been on the, or the times I've been on this show. But Cam Smith, Sam Burns, Will Zalatoris, Joaquin Neiman, Aaron Rye, Keith Mitchell, all of those are between 40 and 65 to hey, 1. We're going to speak it into existence this time, all right? We're, yeah. we're, we're going to make that That's right. Yeah. See, That's uh, right. As, as, you, uh, as you start to look forward to, to two weeks from now, are these some of the players maybe that you're almost kind of foreshadowing that might be on the card for when we get to the Open Championship? Because, I mean, again, a lot – you know, it's not – it's not apples to apples here, but a lot of similarities in what we're going to see the, the, this week and, and two weeks from now. Are these the ty same type of players you think you'll be looking at as, we, as we'll you know, talk to you two weeks from now? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a little bit of a tougher test, but that, but that doesn't mean that the player pool changes much. So, I mean, I, I definitely think some of the guys that I'm highlighting or that you're highlighting, frankly, like the Xander Shoffleys of the world, the Matt Fitzpatricks, uh, I don't think you're going to want to go too deep at the Open Championship in terms of taking long shots, uh, whether that's in you know the first round leader market or the outright market, I, I, or the top 40 market or top 20 market for that matter. So I definitely think some of these top players are going to be in play. And some of the, some of the live guys are, are going to be in play too. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be really interesting. I think, you know, Louis Ustase in, for example. I mean, I, I don't really think Brooks Kepka has much of a shot, but Dustin Johnson at 28 to 1, I think, is interesting. Uh, I, I think uh, it, that'll be a really good wrinkle to this to this uh, next tournament that we have. And coming we'll see up. at uh, in the 40 to 1 range, at least at DraftKings right now for the Open Championship starting a week from Thursday. See you. Thank you as always for the time. Great to catch up and, and hear your insights on the tournament. Best of luck with the uh, card this week. Absolutely. Thanks, gentlemen. I really appreciate the of time, course. and I'll, I'll talk to you soon. We're going to get one of those first-round leaders. We're just we're going to manifest it. Kelly, on, Kelly, on of oh, I've hit a few this Kelly's year. That's a few. That's saving my golf season. Yeah. Actually, I think I've hit three of them this year. It's, uh, it's been great. Uh, Matt, I need a, a very small breaking news sounder because not many people are. Chet Holmgren going off in his first quarter of Salt Lake City Summer League. Get out of here. Okay, first of all, must-watch TV because Chet Holmgren and Taco Fall are on the court at the same time right now. Chet third. 13 points in the oh, first quarter man. for the Thunder, including three for four from three. He just blocked Taco Fall. 
just block Taco Fall. I don't know how many people can yeah. say that. Wait, why is Taco Fall still in summer league? Is because this like the Larry he doesn't Sanders see thing the court from... ever, like in the NBA. He's, he's, he's still getting reps, man. He's getting reps. Yeah, yeah, he needs the reps. Not as great as when Larry Sanders fouled out in a summer league game, and you have to have 10 fouls to foul out the summer league. We're going to preview late Major League Baseball on the other side here on Primetime Action. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer, made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Final half hour of our show, primetime action. Thanks to everybody behind the scenes. Sean McCollum on audio, Wyatt Tomchek, Isaiah, Von Vrinkel. Downstairs, Jeremy Wengel, our technical director, and unfortunately uh, for one, Matt oh, Brown, this thing fly. is getting to be a sweat. Sack oh. fly with the bases loaded for Taylor Ward. Marlins two, Angels one. Runners on first and second, two outs. And the way that, that Tanner Scott is pitching, oh. I actually think that the sack fly was about the best outcome oh, you could have for, possibly got. For, for sure. For sure. He – guy throws 98-99. And just cannot find the plate for whatever reason tonight. I mean, listen, I get it. I get it. It's Mike Trout and it's and it's Shohei Otani and Walking it's back to scary back. to throw the ball over the plate to them, but oh boy. Oh boy. Is the Uh-oh. oh, uh, oh go. go. We got a winner. There you go. Hey. Winner video. Hey now, we got a winner, winner, winner. I thought he was gonna have to dive for that for oh. a second. He was wow. making that approach. That was a lot. Nervier than it could have. Oh. Dunk it on him. You know who's the happiest person in there right now? It's not Alcantara. It's actually Scott. Because if he'd have had to walk back in that dugout after blowing what Alcantara did tonight and being like, yeah, sorry, bro. Like, <laughs> I know you went eight innings of two-hit, ten-strikeout ball, and I can't throw it over the plate, but, you know. He, eight uh, eight, eight innings, two hits, no runs, mm-hmm. no walks, ten strikeouts on 107 pitches for Sandy Alcantara. You can still uh, you can still bet him right now, plus 175 if you want to. I know saying that number will uh, will continue to shorten. We're we're in the midst of another another gym over here. Uh, Max Scherzer's now gone six innings, two hits, no walks, 11 Ks already oh. through six wow. innings. He's only at 79 pitches, and I can bet you I don't care that this is his uh, first start off the IL. He ain't coming out. He ain't oh, coming out. He no like, way. Like, he, like, they can try oh. to get him off the mound. He's like, no, I ain't. Yeah, good, good luck nowhere. being that guy yeah, who yeah, has, like, to, no, has to not happening. deliver that message. They're going to be like, no, you you got to go. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. That is not happening. I, I am not yeah, leaving. I'm going to strike out 14 people tonight, <laughs> and that's when I will leave the mound. Greatest Mizzou alum outside of Brad Pitt, apparently, yes. according to one Brad Kelly. Brad Pitt, by the, by the way, is by far the best. But he's not uh, even yeah, alum. It's not even close. I don't do that. It's not even close. Brad Pitt, Sheryl Crow, Brad Scherzer. Brad Pitt. Those, those. Yeah, Brad. It's Brad Pitt and and like a gigantic yeah, drop gigantic. off to Max Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. and then Cheryl Crow maybe after that. I mean, yeah, Brad Pitt is just Cheryl Crow might even be above Scherzer. Come on, great '90s songs. Let's go. <laughs> that's why I always. That's what I was. What's your favorite Cheryl Crow song? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. We've been through this before. I don't know song names. <laughs> when I hear it, I know. Yeah, it. I don't yeah, know yeah, what he's gonna names. say. I don't know song says. names. Yeah, I, I don't know. Isn't "Fly Like a Bird" one? Isn't that a Cheryl Crow song? <laughs> joke joke just to make Matt upset <laughs> uh, Matt you got some MLB games to preview <laughs> yeah I think also uh, <laughs> Matt wanted to one that's not even the name of the song it's I'm like 
Oh my God. Go. Oh <laughs> Matt, God. Matt wanted to find oh an in game opportunity oh. uh, on the Washington Philadelphia game, oh, which you think there might be pit position player action. It's 11 nothing, top of the seventh. Live total is 13 and a half, over now plus 110. And you're thinking we could get position player. I uh, think we action. could, but the. Did he mean the fly like a bird? I want to fly away. That that song, or the fly no, like an eagle by I'm Steve like Miller. I'm like a bird by Nelly Furtado. That's what, that's what I was yes, saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's he, he is not fly like it's, I'm like a bird. So it's wrong, Nelly Furtado, wrong who's the song. furthest thing from Sheryl Crow <laughs> on the face of the planet. Wrong song, wrong uh, artist. I didn't know if he was wrong going for that or fly like an eagle by the Steve Miller band. Uh, well, that would have been pretty egregious to to, to yeah. seriously suggest. <laughs> Let's move on. You've embarrassed yourself so oh, much already. This second, there's still six minutes and twenty seconds for you to embarrass yourself more in this. I think Matt's more embarrassed on my behalf than I am. I really, in, I really uh, am. than I am of myself. He's like, I does just... she sing "Fly Like a Bird"? And I'm like, well, that's not a song. So there's that. There's one, one for one thing. That's not a song. All I want to do and soak up the sun. There you go. Those are your two favorites. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, those, are, those, are the, those are two of the biggest hits. Yeah, she had that. Soak up the sun's a good song. Yeah, that stupid song she sang with Kid Rock. Oh, gosh. I actually, I heard that on the radio like Picture. three, three yeah. weeks ago. It was stuck in my head for like a week and a half. So the Rockies play the Dodgers coming up. Yep, yep, yep. What do you Chris, think about that one? Chris Taylor. Uh, we, we saw, Kelly, thank you for pointing this out as well. Uh, Chris Taylor uh, out indefinitely now with, uh, with some sort of ankle fracture. That just happened a couple hours ago. They have yet to officially place him on the I.L., but that appears to be coming, and that was after Mitchell White. He was scratched from from the he was going to be the starter today uh, undisclosed injury for him so it's Ryan Pepio who makes the spot start it's not look and Dodgers are pretty massive favorites minus 225 at DraftKings right now if you wanted to play a run line you'd be basically getting uh, minus 110 on on each side uh, or you see at the south point even money there not like the Dodgers though have just been you know this absolute like cash cow auto run line play here but in the six and four in their last 10 because of the Padres struggles. They've opened up now a four and a half game lead in the NOS. The issue really has been for Colorado on the road, 12 and 24. This is not like it's breaking news or anything, Matt, uh, but you have Herman Marquez, one of the better pitchers for the Rockies, but it's not like even home or road. It's really gone well for him. The only question is, could you somehow find something out of Marquez tonight uh, against a, a Dodger lineup? That's not really mashing the ball. They've been getting by with really good pitching here, at least as of late. Yeah. Betts, Turner, Freeman, Smith, Muncie, Turner, Lamb, Bellinger, Lux is the Dodger lineup. So, again, no, no Taylor, but, um, you know, again, in, in this one, they might have gone they might have gone Lamb in the outfield anyway since he's a lefty against Marquez. So they might have gone with him anyway in this thing. So probably the lineup they were going to roll out as it is uh, over on the Colorado side. Joe, Bryant, Blackman, Crone, Rogers, McMahon, Iglesias, Daza, and then Diaz. So, um, look, the Dodgers are, again, far superior for sure. I think if you're playing this, you're certainly never laying the 230. You would just go ahead and mm -hmm. take the run line and just hope that this is a two-run two, two run win here. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it's. It's a pass for me. I mean, a guy making a spot start, too, that's another right. thing that kind of keeps me off of, of games like this because you don't really know where he was in his mindset or throwing. I mean, he might have, you know, he might have had it. He might have turned one on last night and stayed out until 3 a.m. And, <laughs> you, you know, know, like. And well, Herman Arquez you know. basically has six ERA, but there's a lot of you know, signs for positive aggression, as we've talked a bunch. You, you don't, you know, you never know if a single particular start will be that source of said mm -hmm. positive aggression, especially when it is. 
the Dodgers, but Marquez 415 on the expected fielding independent pitching, and that's when you take out the actual uh, fielding behind him. And you look at what he – I mean, he just faced the Dodgers at Coors last week. It did not go well. Five earned in just uh, only three and a third walk, three only struck out two. And, but he, he like faced the Dodgers once before, seven innings, one run on three hits. So he's had, he's had some success against the Dodgers. It is, it's a classic case. If anything, I'd probably be looking over here, given that eight and a half juiced over. You can find uh, – there are some nines with basically even money over juice. That's probably the way uh, to look here if you're, if you're talking uh, – Talking spot starter coming in there uh, against Marquez. In the meantime, I could also argue you. So you won your bet with the Marlins tonight. You expended a lot more stress than I did, even in my in my losing bet last night, which was over in about twelve minutes. Yeah, A's team total. That's under. the best way to go. Best way to lose a bet. Yeah, uh, A's with Adrian Martinez, who is uh, a rookie. Called him up. He was at the AAA uh, AAA club for most of the year. I believe this is his third start now up with the big club. Second consecutive start after they recalled him last week. He goes against Yusei Kikuchi, who is he's just been horrible for Toronto. Blue Jays have lost four in a row. A's were 1-20 in Game 1s of series before last night where they broke out. They, they beat of Cy Young candidate and Alec Manoa win that game comfortably. But it is – so on the one hand, you're like, all right, you're getting a discount a little bit on the Blue Jays, but it's also really, really hard to trust Yusei Kikuchi laying a price like that. 165 at DraftKings is the number here. Uh, your total 8.5. Yeah, he put together a good start last time out. So we will say that. Uh, Kikuchi went against the Rays. He goes six innings, only gives up four hits. One earned, one walk, and eight Ks. By far his best start of the season. Um, he had been. I mean, he was really on the. He was really on the brink of of losing his spot in the, the rotation. Start before that against the Brewers, he was just straight up throwing fastballs behind guys, not yeah. even not even trying. Like it was that bad. Yeah, he he was easily on the on the verge there of losing his starting uh, job. It was going to just be a bulk reliever, but he is. You know, listen, got a really good start against Rays last time out. That said. I feel like maybe that was an aberration as opposed to the norm. So I, I don't know. I definitely I'll, agree. I will yeah. tell you this. The thing that's interesting to me, and I understand it's the A's, and I understand it's a weak lineup, but if you're betting against Kikuchi putting together a good start, you can get plus 120 on his under four and a half strikeouts. So if you think that he's going to go out there and just kind of struggle again and not go very long, you got to, I mean, you, you have to look at this uh, as Ben mentioned. I mean, some of these. Some of these starts that he's put together, two innings, four innings, four innings. Uh, he only went two-thirds of an inning in a game a, a little bit ago, um, four and two-thirds. So there there are – if you're betting against him doing well, you could just take the under, you know, plus money on the strikeouts. So if you think he's going to get pulled early. But uh, prices seem appropriate for me, so it, it'll just be a pass. Just a pass. Uh, 12 earned in 10 and two-thirds innings combined his previous four starts. So you're talking yeah. four starts, a combined 10 and two-thirds innings. Not great for Yusei Kikuchi. We'll see if the Jays can get off the schneid tonight there in Oakland. On the other side, we'll break down the card for Wednesday at Wimbledon. A lot of interesting matches on the docket. Quarterfinals wrap up tomorrow. We'll discuss next on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back for the final time on Prime Time Action. We have the nightcap coming up next to Murray and Sean King. But for us right now, and us, that means Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, myself, Ben Wilson, time to take a look at the Wimbledon card for tomorrow. Started off the show talking about a pretty epic comeback for Novak Djokovic today. Prohibitive favorite now, minus $4 at DraftKings. But he's already through the semis. We still have two more quarters to be decided, both on the men's and the women's side for tomorrow. And the story that comes out earlier today, Matt, is that Nick Kyrgios, he's now facing some off-the-court issues. He's going to be due in court in, what, a couple months, I think it is, for a, for domestic violence. Uh, and we've seen the market go against him a little bit. He was a f- basically a $5 favorite against uh, Christian Jarin, the Chilean clay court specialist, uh, Kyrgios tomorrow. But I'm seeing him down to, I and mean, there's some shops, there's one a book in a faraway place down to minus 390 now. Now, will that off-the-court thing really matter tomorrow? Who's to say? But it's uh, it, it certainly... You've, I mean, you've got your future. I'm curious. I, I mean, yeah. you got to at least that's got to be in the you know in, in the mindset a little bit. But rightful big favorite, and then there's Rafael Nadal, who's about a two two seventy five favorite against the big serving American Taylor Fritz for tomorrow. And I know you you think Fritz is certainly alive in that match. I just think there's enough. I just think there's enough on that serve to give Nadal at least at least a little bit to think about in that in that match. Like I, I, again, it's the same thing we were talking about before. Like we didn't think that that Novak was going to lose today, even though he was yeah. down two sets to none. We were like, eh, we don't think he's going to lose. Um, I don't think I don't think Nadal's going to lose, per se. I will say, though, that I, I do think that there's enough from Fritz just on the serving side of things to make it 
to make it difficult at least for for a little bit. And listen, we've seen we've seen Rafa, although he's won and he's made it this far, and so I mean, there's really nothing to to say bad about about Rafa. But I mean, look, all these haven't been just clean victories, right? They haven't no. been just like just cakewalks for him. And so you know, I think there's a uh, definitely a chance that he could struggle just a little bit. And like, at least last 52 weeks, that was you know, it, it, coming into Wimbledon, Fritz winning about 70% of his points on serve, which by by con- contrast there, Nick Kyrgios is number one on tour right now, 76% on serve on grass. So a guy who's really hard to slow down on the surface. You, I mean, you could see uh, certainly a total. I'm, I'm not going to look at the total here uh, today, or at least in this match, Matt, but you're seeing it right now, 38.5, so it's a little on the higher side. Certainly a lot of respect in the markets, and I think part of that is you could see a tie break or two, and when you go 38.5, I mean, theoretically, Nadal could win this 6-6-6, six, six, and six, and that thing could still, you know, that could creep over in straight yeah. sets. Um, um, you know, and, it's interesting. And, and, you know, let's not forget, I mean, uh, Fritz beat him in any wells. Um, yep. So they they have played. Fritz did get the better of him. I don't think that's necessarily the case, but I th- I mean I think it does show though that he's live, right? And um, that th- that this isn't going to be just something where we're we're tuning in just to watch uh, Rafael Nadal cruise I, to, I'm to t- an yeah. easy you know two two and three win or something. T- like totally that. with you on that. I think everything we talked about last week on stage of elimination for Nadal still kind of stands. It, we would lean semis, the logical stage of elimination. Potentially this round, this would have kind of been the second choice as well. Whoever you know coming out of into a into a final of yeah. a quarter. I'll put it this here. way: I'm not betting Nadal in any way, shape, or fashion in this match. If anything, yeah. it would be it would be the Fritz side of things, and maybe a split, maybe like a split bet between you know a little bit on the outright on Fritz, and then maybe a little bit on on the plus games or something you like get, that. You uh, get four, yeah, plus four and a half yeah. on Fritz, minus one twenty at least at uh, at DraftKings right now. I would also just uh, we'll we'll jump ahead to um, Thursday really quick since Wes Reynolds will be here tomorrow. I already have a play on the Djokovic Cameron okay. Norrie match. Uh, I'm, I'm taking jo- I'm, I'm you can call me uh, very square here, but Djokovic in straight sets minus one forty. I, I just think that yeah. n- that number is going to get blown through the roof. I just do not see Novak Djokovic dropping a set against Cameron Norrie, who I know our friend Drew Dinsick likes to call Scam Norrie. He never made it past the third round of a major. Classic guy where you look at his ranking, it's like, oh, the guy's seated ninth. He surely yeah. has to be good. Yeah, he's a guy who just plays a ton of tennis, is is very solid against the lower to mid-ranked guys, but has been horrific against top 10 players. His, I mean, his numbers just absolutely fall off a cliff. Most guys obviously struggle against top 10 competition, but jo- let's keep in mind, like the guys, people can make the narrative of, oh, Djokovic, you know, lot, he dropped a set in uh, two rounds ago, went mm-hmm. to five in this match against, uh, against Sinner, struggled early. Maybe he's not in peak form. Th- those guys you were playing, like Van Rietoven, who was a rising star, massive server, Sinner, who was a rising star, those guys were playing at an unreal level, and Djokovic had to rise to his best level to beat them. I don't. I just don't see Nori's level even even touching where Djokovic is at his best, and the betting market reflects that. Where you would think, okay, one versus nine in a semifinal, that should be pretty, you know, tightly lined, right? Uh, Djokovic is minus sixteen hundred right now at uh, at the couple shops that have yeah. this open. So, does that seem like a very oh, Djokovic just struggled, went five sets? Why would you? Are you so confident in him sweeping? I am, and you add in the the. For at least for Nori being the Brit, all the pressure on him to make it, you know, to a semi, trying to be the first since Andy Murray to to get to a championship here at Wimbledon and win. I don't see it. This feels like a Novak takes uh, takes Nori to the absolute woodshed. So I, I laid the 140 straight sets. I don't mind it. I don't. I don't mind it at all. I mean, I, that might be one I get in. I, I try to look at in game or whatever. If for if at all, yeah. Djokovic happens to just have any sort of slight it worked misstep. Out well today. Yeah, <laughs> it has any sort of slight misstep. 
certainly one of those deals where you got to be up. Well, you're on, if you're on the West Coast, if you're on the East Coast, good. You know, you'll be you'll be up. But West Coast, you got to get up. You got to get up early. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you know, you you were like, eh, I, I missed the yeah. first couple sets. I miss. I woke. I was like, I'll set the alarm at seven. <laughs> It'll probably be like late second set. And sure enough, I woke up. I was yep. like, oh, he's down two sets to none. What are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, so on the women's side for tomorrow, Simona Halep, Amanda Inisimova. That is really the headliner. Halep, who is unseated, but. 2019 Wimbledon champion, missed last year because of injury. The form, and I did a little more. We, we said last night, Matt, I was kind of leaning in Isimova when I first looked at this. Did a little bit more deep diving on the numbers. I, do, I am now firmly steadfast in my position that I do not want to jump in front of the Halep train. And let's keep in mind, she just beat Inisimova 2-1 in a tune-up event prior to Wimbledon. And so we've seen this number rise up a little bit. I think rightly so. Halep's now minus 240 most places. Anisimova 2-1. to one. I, I, I wouldn't be stunned if Anisimova pushed Halep or beat her. I would expect it to be more competitive, right, than 2-1. Yeah. and one. But the numbers don't lie. And Halep's numbers are a lot better than I imagined. Her, you know, her serve points won. Her return points won are just out of this world. Well over 110%, which is that, that kind of elite benchmark uh, in, in tennis that we look at. Yeah, it's the same advice that I've always given. With, with Halep, it's the same advice I've given on Kyrgios before. Is If you're going to bet it, watch it. Because you there is a... There's a moment for either one of those players where if they feel like they're going to get beat that day, if they feel like they're going to lose, they will they will basically they will forfeit a match without forfeiting it. They will start just the, not caring, hitting the ball as hard as they possibly can. They double false all over the place, things like that. Like you, you can kind of read Simona Halep whenever she has decided that she's she's not going to win that day and she's just going to punt off a match. That being said, if I was playing this one. I'd probably I'd probably lay the games like I I, yeah. I like I think this one could be one of those where she really takes it to her as well. Um, Halep looks as good as we've seen her in a couple of years, maybe even a few years um, through the early parts of oh, definitely since twenty nineteen yeah, uh, of this looked. of this tournament. And so, uh, I, if she plays anywhere near the level that she's been playing so far, then this shouldn't be. This shouldn't be competitive. And I, the, the match against Bedosa, who came in in great form, rising star, Spaniard, who is, is good on all surfaces. And, I mean, that thing was not even competitive. Like, it was it was over before it even started. And, you know, Nisimova, for another player who's 20, again, a player with a great profile on grass, never made it past the second round of Wimbledon before this year. It made it in the fourth round each of the first two majors, but has not been in a spot like this before, really only once in her career. She made a French Open semi in 2019. So uh, I, I love Anisimova long-term. I'm just not sure I want to run in front of the train there of Simona Halep. Uh, I did, though, take a stab, and I am playing Aya Tamjanovic, uh, the Aussie, tomorrow. I, plus the 165 is the number I have her at over Elena Rybakina. Real, and these players, to me, Matt, profile pretty similarly. It's yeah, Tamjanovic has the edge in the return game, which is certainly big on, uh, big on grass. If you can neutralize... Mm-hmm. A big serve you're facing. And Rybakina has been a big server. She's basically powered her way to get to this spot into the quarters. But Tamjanovic has, has really had to battle consecutive three-set wins, which I, I actually value kind of in the long stages of women's tennis, unlike in the men's game where you play five-setter after five-setter, that'll catch up to you. It yep. doesn't matter in the women's game. So to me, this I, I would line this more like a maybe you know, Rybakina minus 120 instead of the pretty pretty aggressive odds we're seeing right now. So this is one of those. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot on Tamjanovic. I kind of expect this match to go three sets. If, if you can get a, a spot where you can take a Rybakina in-game, with a pre a pre-match position there on the plus money with Tamjanovic, get yourself a little locked in profit. That's probably the strategy I'm taking, but I, I do like Tamjanovic tomorrow. Kelly was jumping up and down about the the Chet Holmgren uh, stat line. <laughs> Did you happen to catch our Nikola Jovic? 
Oh, yes, they did. Hold on real quick, though. End of the first half there. 18 points for Chet. Three blocks, including one on Taco Fall. Oh, well, God. what were you doing, Orlando? Jovich, yeah, 25 points, nine boards, five of seven from three in just 29 minutes of play. Mm-hmm. Wow. Watch out. It's a new Nicola on the New scene. Nicola on the, on the horizon <laughs> Nicola, here. yo, blank itch. That's way too <laughs> excited about that. I like, but, I like uh, it. The A's scored two runs again in the first inning. Consecutive nights. The Oakland A's have scored multiple <laughs> runs in the first inning. Stop the presses, everybody. And the Yankees are within three, Kelly, in the bottom of the eighth. I'm sure they're going to lose by three. I know. Three. Aaron Hicks. Sorry, man. Blew Sorry. it again what, in the eighth. What are you going to do? For Kelly Bidlin, for Matt Brown, for the whole crew downstairs, I'm Ben Wilson saying so long from prime time action from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the nightcap coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.